You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Uh, uh, good day, Sebenzile. Uh, uh, thank you for the opportunity. And thank you for lending an ear to my colleagues and I. Uh, we came here uh, to basically march, not for just us doctors, but for the healthcare system entirely in South Africa. And uh, we're representing nurses, optometrists, pharmacists, and dentists, and allied health. Uh, but we just uh, wanted to voice out that uh, uh, the healthcare system is in demise, and it's, it's in a crisis, in fact. So we came here to submit a letter of demand from the government, a memo per se, to, to, to tell them what's the purpose of the march and to show them that how serious we are. Because whenever they think about doctors and they, they, they think we're just pulling the number out of the air, that we're sitting at home, we are unemployed. So I'm sure they were not expecting that we'll be marching today. Uh, but we, we, we made it possible. Uh, our, our colleagues are also going to be marching tomorrow in the Eastern Cape. Yeah. So there's quite a number of us that are, are currently unemployed. So... Um, We're just uh, hoping that it will be fruitful. But uh, the march in itself was quite uh, successful. Uh, a lot of our colleagues showed up because uh, everyone is tired. We've been sitting at home, some of us uh, one month, some of us two months, some of us six, some yeah. of us eight, some of us a year. So it's quite it's quite very, very upsetting. And, and, and are we talking about doctors here who've completed the requirement of an internship as well as community service? Yes, yeah, so I've completed inter- uh, so internship is two years. I've completed internship, and a lot of my colleagues have. So if you've been unemployed for, for uh, uh, about a month, that means you've completed your co- you completed your commission on the 31st of December. Mm-hmm. But imagine the people who have been unemployed for six months. Imagine the people who have been employed for eight months. That yeah. means they completed their their uh, their requirements to be a, a, a professional doctor in SA about eight months ago, and still they are unemployed even now. So I, I do not understand uh, uh, this rhetoric that the, uh, uh, the Department of Health is, is basically releasing us, uh, other bursary holders and other people from contracts, and uh, uh, basically saying we must uh, go to private and we must mm. also move to Ireland. That's what they say in these Zoom meetings that you guys are like you never see. We get ridiculed. They tell us that we must we must be we must go overseas. Then we must all open up practices. I'm like, yeah. Most of us went to public institutions. 40% of our fees are subsidized by the government. It's 40%. I can't remember if it's 40 or 60. That's the first thing. And, and during, yeah. during, during that year of, of ComServe, uh, Dr. Mbata, one, one then would, would have the, the idea that it isn't only an opportunity for the individual practitioner, obviously, to be upskilled, to get better um, at, at the work and, the, and, and the, uh, you know, their skills being improved. Yeah? It's also because there's a need within that particular facility that you spend your time in. And so when that year is over, that means there's, there's now a gap that's also been created by you not being there. Yeah, yeah, th- th- that's quite the case. And the thing is, the government actually has a database. Because when we graduate as interns, we get placed. Do you understand that? We are placed by the government because yes. internship is part of training, right? When we go to ComServe again, we get placed. So the, the government has all the data. So what happens with medicine, it works, it works in a bad system. So the final years replace all the interns. And then the first year interns go to second year. And then the second year intern goes to ComServe. Yeah. And then the ComServe, usually ideally in an ideal world, they'll be absorbed into the healthcare system. But our healthcare system does not provide for that. 
Yeah. How, how would you characterize or describe the, the other engagements that you've been having with the Department of, of Health, um, the unions and so on? Of course, marching is, is, is one way. Protesting is one way uh, to make sure that your case is heard. You're delivering a memorandum. It's for the rest of us, really, who don't know the intricacies of the discussions you're having behind the scenes. But perhaps uh, provide a window for us into the conversations behind the scenes. We know the minister said they don't have the money to employ you. What are the conversations? What are the options are on the table for unemployed doctors and, and of course other unemployed medical practitioners uh, the thing is the government has basically just given us flat out that they do not have the money and we as the south african youth uh the the the, 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 the poor child representing uh, poor communities we're saying we refuse that the elites escom has been bailed out how many times uh, uh, saa has been bailed out till it failed how many times so we're saying it's fine to bail out companies but it's not fine to bail out the healthcare system in mm-hmm. South Africa. It doesn't make sense. So the conversations we've had, we've had with multiple unions, and w- when we had them, at some point, we even fought with them at the group because they said they represent the employed. Yeah. So when we got there, they're like, what are they going to say? Because they're, they're going to they're get asked to, who are you representing? Yeah. Because the people they're representing are not employed. They're right. not signed with us. You, you're not so organized. We, but let me, let me put you, this issue to you as well, Dr. Mbata. There's also what has often been said in the past is that you all as unemployed doctors want to choose where it is that you go. So m- most of you don't want to go and work in rural areas. You'd rather be in urban areas, perhaps even peri-urban areas. But uh, where the need is and in rural a- areas where you have to be kilometers and kilometers away from, from family and the city and so on, you don't want to go there. Is that true? It's a, it's a myth. You have my number. I say, tell anyone in the Department of Health, call me, give me a post. I'll report on the post the following day, no matter where it is in South Africa, even in the deep rural area. That's a myth that they've been trying to sell you. That, and they've, they've actually, uh, Dr. Schultz spoke on this earlier, they said, there's, there's this propaganda thing that has been sold that we are being choosy about where we want to work. Who yeah. do want to be choosy about actually serving the community? Because some of us are refusing to go to private because of that, that we simply did this for the love of caring for our communities. All right. What does the rest of the, the afternoon look like for you all? And uh, obviously, at the, at the end of the protest, the conversations will continue. W- what can we expect? Uh, so, uh, uh, the Deputy Minister, Obabuldomo, uh, 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 said that the minister will be debating the issue uh, uh, tomorrow and it will be the first item whereby we'll speak on the unemployment of doctors, and he said the solution has been quite uh, discussed and will, will be revealed tomorrow. We don't know what that is, but as you know, that when you're protesting and you submit a memo, hours of the 14 days, they'll be waiting to hear from what uh, uh, we demanded from them as to saying, well, what are they going to do about it? So we we'll await the 14 days, but obviously there'll be a debrief session on the group about the success of our march today. And then tomorrow we'll be supporting our colleagues as well on Twitter and uh, Instagram, everywhere on social medias, everywhere on social media will be supporting our colleagues within the Eastern Cape because they're also doing their march. And we expect other provinces to also do so because there's about 800 unemployed doctors, but in the group, there's about 1,000. And remember, these are just comserves. Mm. These are mm. just comserves. These are people who have recently graduated. How many specialists are there that don't have jobs? Mm. As, a, as, a, as a parting shot, uh, Dr. Mbata, should this not be resolved, and we can't imagine it will be resolved anytime soon, what, what does the future look like for you? Uh, the, the future is quite uh, not clear, because as I'm saying, to open a practice is not child's play, yeah. right? To open a, a private practice is not child's play. And you also have to do market uh, research, you also have to assess the demand and, 
and avoid oversaturation of uh, uh, the area that you're in with uh, the number of GPs that are there. Yeah. So obviously, we are exploring those uh, those uh, options. Uh, 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 my my other colleagues are also exploring other options of uh, working overseas. Other are exploring options of working within the uh, emergency department of private hospitals. Yeah. Others yeah. are also. Uh, How being, likely uh, is, is that option of working abroad? Canada seems to be a country that attracts a lot of African talent. Yeah, but it attracts a lot of South African uh, talent with money at home. So, because to write those mm. exams can go up to 40,000, 60,000. And after that, you Yikes. also have to, yeah, you also have to travel there and cover yeah. the expenses, the apartment and everything before you even get paid. So, if you are black and you're taking care of your family, your siblings, your grandmother, your mother, and everyone at home looks up to you, how are you then going to do that? Let me thank you for your time with us uh, this afternoon. Uh, coming to us live from Peter Maritzburg at that protest where unemployed doctors uh, are protesting the crisis of unemployment. Our colleague Nontlagani Pomagwaza spoke to the Deputy Health Minister, uh, Dr. Spongseni Zomo, about his reaction to the doctor's memorandum of demands. The memorandum that they've submitted to us is quite detailed. It will need all of us collectively as provinces and national to really look into that. But two positive out of it is the same one. We would want to make sure that the budget of health is protected against the cuts. Because uh, we are at this situation because, I mean, when there's a top slicing of government budgets, uh, departments, we also get to be top sliced. Number two, they are saying so that going forward, we should not be fighting about how many which data we must synchronize the data of unemployed doctors very early so that the department the unions of doctors and everybody will come to their state but as i'm addressing let me just say 10 years ago in this country there was about 1200 doctors who were completing in various medical schools as health activists some of us we wanted to expand that into a bigger picture than what it is some of the students were sending bigger numbers to Cuba. Universities responded by expanding their intakes. Right now, we have about over 2,400 students that finish at medical schools. We are happy to actually inform you that at least all those who have finished and are doing internship are placed. And all those who have finished internship and community services are all placed. Where we have had a challenge is placing all those post-community services, which is what now has brought us to be here today. I was actually reporting that um, over the past, over the few days, past few days, the Minister of Health, Dr. Pasha, has been engaging with the Minister of Finance. And on the Sonat debate tomorrow, I am very confident that what the Minister was sharing with me, in fact, says it's going to make it point number one in response to uh, the unemployment unemployed doctors and it is positive according to my discussion with the minister. Uh, doctor, earlier on we did speak to one of uh, the unemployed uh, doctors who said that they were funded by the department and the department spent one million just for one person to take them through medical school. But now after the community service they are unable to go back and uh, to go and work and give back to the community. What is the comment as your comments as the Department of Health about that situation? We are happy we invested in many young South Africans to become doctors through what the one that one doctor has indicated, placing them because the training of a doctor is, is almost a million as we are right putting it. And uh, some some doctors are beginning to receive letters from some of the government departments to say, 
Thank you very much. You had a commitment to us over six years, but we are releasing you now because we don't have money. We want to actually stop that process and really employ a lot of them. In fact, it did come as a shock to some of the doctors because there was this expectation. If the government has funded me so many years, I need to pay back by working so many years. So to just can understand that I'm not able to give my service has not been a good story to tell. Hence, we are really working hard to reverse that. Because some of these doctors are saying, I'm prepared to go anywhere. And a lot of them, they want to go even to the most rural. But when we were expanding, we wanted to say even the rural hospitals must have. Even the rural clinics at least must have a one visiting doctor. Uh, that is something that we really are together with them in terms of pushing forward. The voice there of the Deputy Minister of Health, Dr. Spongiseni Jomo. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.